Hey, what's going on? It's episode 55, top of the dude chain. Hit the stuff below, let us know you like it. Boys, I'm tired, man. I had a turn and burn to Missouri. What do you got to do in Missouri? And to brief some some people at a uh, a place. At a place? Sounds yeah. uh, super top secret. Had to, had to go to a place and do a thing? <laughs> super boring, man. Super boring. Yeah, did you brief them? I briefed Keep their brief. pants off, baby. <laughs> Not debriefed, but briefed. <laughs> I briefed their pants off. Oh, no, uh, anyway, y'all you, take Uber. Uber? Yeah. yeah. You, ever, <laughs> you ever Ubered? Yeah, Have once. You? After the Garth Brooks concert. Okay. Have you? Yes, yeah. Are you a backseat or front seat person? Uh, you should definitely be backseat. I think I rode in the backseat. Yeah. feel more regal that way. That's how I am. It also gives me the tactical <laughs> advantage. That's kind of which is important, because <laughs> like you know, I like to leave my wife both cars, uh, yeah, just in case something happens to one, she has the keys to the other. I'm okay. leaving her stranded at the house or whatever. So I Ubered to the airport to get the rental car because I had to drive, and I jumped in the back seat, and the dude looked at me weird. Really? Yeah. Hey, buddy, why don't you come sit up front with me? Yeah, but that's weird. That's weird that he would want you up yeah. front. Like, hey, guy, you got a nice seat I right here I, for I, you. I tell I him, I'm an Uber driver, and I, you get in the passenger side seat. I'm jumping out, and I'm getting in the back. <laughs> Hop on up here, big guy. Well, I'll tell you, and that's the thing, man. Is like, is if if we were if there were all of us in there, and like the front seat was the only seat, yeah, to fit everyone, then I get it. Yeah, uh, but on my way back yesterday, the the lady pulled up in like a Dodge Ram but the back seat like was a single cab oh. no it was a double cab but the back seat it wasn't a what do they call it crew cab where yeah. it's like an SUV with a truck bed oh, so yeah. it was a smaller <laughs> like had a little suicide door to yeah. get in yeah so instead and she made you squat back there no I, I I asked if I could sit in the front yeah she said yeah I'm like I'm usually I'm a back seat person more yeah. for the bouginess of it <laughs> You know what I mean? It's more regal. Yeah, that's 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 my my aim. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not yeah. sitting back there because I'd have to sit sideways, sit, sit in the back and drink an iced americano. Well, and yeah, oh, but man. here's the thing: I, if to get in that truck, I would have to sit sideways, like a foot up on the seat. Yeah, like side saddling a a horse like a woman does. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm just gonna ride front. You know, come to think about it, Josh hadn't been the same guy since he came back from uh, San Antonio and had the uh, elite sushi from his friend. That he didn't have to pay for. Yeah, dude, he's highfalutin he's, he's high now. Dude's been a little high tone ever since he got back. That's a valid point. He's too good for us. That's a valid point. You need to get back in reality, bud. Yeah. Well, I'm going there. I figured that fish would have passed through your system by now. <laughs> that was a million-dollar bluefin tuna, man. Oh, man. Not everyone gets to. No, I, I tell you, dude, we went to Tulsa one time, and my buddy Anthony Goodman from high school is like a like executive chef now and he made us an entire meal off the menu oh wow and once you do that like food's never the same again <laughs> but it, it, and I i've told that story yeah, so many times yeah. i like i forget who i've told it to <laughs> you come home your wife makes dinner you're like slumming it yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like uh, <laughs> e, B, and J, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like nice. chicken nuggets yeah. and yeah no, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking about it. It was weird. Yes, he was a nice guy from Egypt, but yeah, you know, when I got in the back seat, it kind of, kind of looked at me weird, man. Yeah, and I'm like, no, that's how we do it. That's how we do it, man. Mm -hmm. We sit in the back. Yeah. So anyway, I like Uber, man. Yeah. I think that's been one of the better inventions these days. Let me ask you something. When he looked at you weird, and you got in the back. 
Was it because you got in the back, or were you possibly wearing that hat? No, not wearing the hat. <laughs> that is no. Nope. It's hideous. You know it, it, <laughs> it's atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, like I said, it's the it's not so much the flaps or how you can velcro it. You know, under the beard it's functional, together, man. You know, it's it's more that grotesque Nick symbol on the front. Are man. you are you a Nick? That's fan? Shameful. I like the Knicks, yeah. Hat, but you're not, not like a fan. Not even New Yorkers like I'm the Knicks a, anymore. I'm not a well in in. Like you're, I thought you're a Spurs guy, right? I like the Spurs. I, here's the thing with basketball: I really, it's more about players than the teams. Yeah. So you got now, heart like John Starks back in the day. Well, I like you know my favorite player is Durant. Gross. But I really don't root for the Warriors. Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant. But I don't root for the Warriors uh, because of of uh, Curry and and Draymond. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I like Durant. I like the Greek Freak. So I'll root for the Bucks. Yeah, you know I like Westbrook so and George. You watch basketball like a like a nine year old boy watches basketball. <laughs> Pretty, you're, you're, you're right. I'm, I'm you're you know like, I'm like my nephew yeah. Riley. My nephew Riley's a, a who's the superstar wagon. that if I got NBA 2K I would wreck people yeah, with. That's, that's, yeah. that's my nephew and that's kind of how I, right. I do. It. I got you. But I like Ka- uh, Kawhi. Cowie. Cowie. <laughs> I would say I say Durant yeah. Kawhi. You and, can't uh, say that to <laughs> save your <laughs> life. <laughs> no, I like Durant, Kawhi, and uh, the Greek Freak. Those are probably my top three players. So that's that's kind of how <clears> it goes. <throat> but I root for the Thunder. I'm, I like the Thunder to win. I like the Spurs yeah. to win. This man, this is a, a fun team we've got right now. They've got something the Thunder hadn't had in a long time. And that's chemistry. They, yeah. Whether they win or lose, man, they look good on the court. You know, used to we'd win a lot of games and just just frustrate you the whole time. You know, yeah. we're winning on talent. Uh, more than chemistry, and now we finally got that chemistry. Oh, I think George good. staying around helped things out a lot. And getting more athletic, we, uh, you know, we need guys who are who are fast and athletic and long. Because if oh, you yeah. get someone out there who's not that, then he he can't keep up with all the other guys. And I think you're right because Westbrook. Patrick one of the Patterson's struggling right now. People forget he's actually a really good basketball player. Yeah. He just doesn't fit in with the. Well, Thunder. Westbrook's one of the fastest people in the league. Yeah, that dude covers the court faster than anyone. Yeah. That's why Carmelo, I don't, I don't think, did very well because yeah. his old knees, man, couldn't keep up with. Yeah, and then he goes to Houston them. where they run and gun it as much as we do. You exactly. Know? Basically, <laughs> the biggest reason why Harden doesn't play defense is so that he can stand at the top of the key and rush down court. Yeah. You know, if they get the rebound. And it works. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in all reality, it works. Yeah. Till they get to the conference finals. Do you hear what your boy Pop said? Uh, he walked in all – sad and everything and he was like basketball's changed he said it's not it's not beautiful anymore and he said everything's just if you if you make threes you win it's been proven it's statistically correct that's just the way it is and i don't know he's just being real debbie downer and negative and everything they're terrible i agree with him i agree with him no, analytically, man, if you hit threes, it's hard to beat you. Well, it's like, yeah, have you heard that? It doesn't matter if it looks good or not. If you hit threes. Yeah, have you heard that? Yeah, because you can hit two threes, and you've got to make three, obviously, three two-pointers just to match it. And the odds of making three shots versus two shots. Well, it's a game of possessions. Exactly. You know? So in a game of possessions, obviously, every time you hit a three, it puts you at an advantage. Well, have you? there's a, there's a high school coach and some college. Our Bryles adopted it for a while. Uh, instead of kicking the extra point, win for two points. Yeah. And and the reason he did is because your success rate on two-point conversions, the average success rate on two-point conversions is greater than 50%. Yeah. So if you can, well, you know. Yeah. So I, it's one of those things where you go for two every time, of, you know, you get more than you don't get, then yeah. 
I've yeah. actually heard people talk about, you know, how long is it before everyone realizes that in today's football, since it's all about scoring and it's all about like basketball possessions, when are people going to quit kicking it off and just go for the onside every time? Because it doesn't matter. They're either going to score from you pinning them at the 20 or they're going to score if you give it to them at the 40. They're going to score either way, so why not just go for the onside kick and try to get an extra uh, possession out of it? They the, they're, they're trying to get rid of the kickoffs because yeah. that is the most violent part of the game. Yeah. You know, the, it leaves, it leaves, I know, man. You remember all the best hits were on kickoff, the right? Well, and that's the thing. The receiving team <laughs> yeah. is at a huge disadvantage on kickoff <laughs> because you're running with your back to a guy. Nothing worse than looking up. And waiting on the ball to get to you, exactly. not knowing if someone. Oh, I hated it because you have to run to a spot, yeah. which which usually if you're setting up left or right, it's dude you're running diagonally across the field, which you know should be a fifty yard sprint. It's more like eighty, yeah. and then by the time you get there, you're gassed because you're yeah. sprinting as hard as you can. The dude you're supposed to block has just ran a beeline straight to where you're supposed to be, and all you have to do is 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 just take that blow and just hope he doesn't blow you up to, enough to embarrass yeah. you in it. All you can hope is that you provide enough resistance to throw him off track <laughs> <laughs> and your guy can get, you know, oh, get man. through the seam, you know, quick enough. But, oh, I hated it. I remember uh, I was not a very good football player. Um, one time they stuck me out on punt return, and it was one of those somebody got hurt and it was just last minute. I was there. I was a receiver, and they just grabbed me, and they were like, you know, go up there so you know i'm the up guy so it's supposed to go over my head and i'm i'm just going to kind of block and then if for some reason they do a short punt you know i would try to get to it you uh-huh. know they, they kicked this thing right to me <laughs> <laughs> the best thing i've ever heard in my life was romar i run a four three crenshaw behind me going i got it <laughs> man i just took off i didn't i just ran out from under it he came up behind me and got it yeah. <laughs> i was like thank you yeah i'd have made are, a fool of myself and it have been on film that's dangerous too man because you're not even looking you're yeah. watching that ball and yeah yeah so that's close speaking of football we were having a uh, brief discussion before we started the show about the college playoffs. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. Contra- controversial as always. Dude, how many seasons is UCF going to have to go undefeated before they get a shot? You know, and everybody says, well, you know, play somebody. Well, they did schedule some decent teams, and they beat them. Yeah, I mean, decent yeah. or good? Well, I mean, they're, from they're, a good conference, but obviously got, not the best. They've got two. They've got two or three teams on their schedule that are ranked in the final. Because who did they beat last year? That was. Uh, Auburn and Auburn, yeah, yeah. Who beat Bama? Yeah, they beat Auburn. Yeah, that's what it was. And I think Auburn's only loss of the season was they. I think they played like Clemson and lost to Georgia, who both made it. Yeah, made it to the college football playoffs, Mm -hmm. and then UCF waxed them. Yeah, and so. And then, but this year they played a couple ranked, couple teams that ended up ranked in the in the end of the season. Yeah. You know, and so the whole reason to trash OU a little bit, Mm. we have a playoff. I didn't see that going, going, yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, we have a playoff system because of OU, right? We have a playoff system because of OU. I think a lot more people than just Oklahomans wanted that. No, here's what happened. Like maybe the entire country. No, what happened is Boise State says we went undefeated. We should play a national championship game. That we should be in the BCS hunt. You think right? everybody in the world doesn't want to see the two Heisman candidates go head? So, to no, head no, no, no. We're not talking. Other. We're yeah. not talking about OU this year. We're talking yeah. about OU in general. 
Boise State went undefeated. They say we should deserve a shot at the national championship. The committee goes, you know what? Why don't you go to the Fiesta Bowl? We'll throw OU in there. OU wax them, and we'll be done with it. Except OU gets beat by Boise State. Mm-hmm. Right? Then West Virginia gets beat by uh, Pitt. And they have one loss, but they're like, look, we're still one of the best teams in the league. We deserve a shot. They said, well, why don't you go play OU in the Fiesta Bowl? OU should beat you. And it ends it because Big East was the weakest conference at the time. They get waxed. Mm-hmm. The other team that's probably guilty of it is Ohio State. That's another one who they put in there and they always got beat by underperforming. Yeah. And so they create this playoff system now for these underdogs, these Boise States or UCFs to get in, and now they're not putting them in. Yeah. And this was the perfect year to do it. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I believe OU belongs in there. No, I'm I, I'm not arguing with OU over Ohio State. Yeah. Or um, Georgia. Or dude, whoever's putting Georgia, dude, somebody had Georgia at the number two spot behind Bama. That's weak. And I'm like, you got two <clears throat> losses, man. That's I understand it sucks to have, you know, two losses and maybe you play two good teams. It doesn't matter. You have two losses. Something has to. Well, they something has by, to have some weight. They in lost this whole by twenty something points to LSU. Yeah, LSU couldn't even score against Bama. Yeah, you know? you know. So, so whoever was even talking about Georgia being in there, I'm not even considering Georgia. Yeah, an well, option for the players. Yeah, well, Herb Street's crying about it, and all the examples that he wants to draw from are one loss teams, one loss yeah. examples where they had one loss and they still got in, and then went on to win the championship. And he's like, well, why couldn't Georgia do it? But yeah. Georgia has two losses. Well, they had two losses. So at, at that point, you're done. They blew they've a, proven themselves in they it. Blew exactly. a, they blew a 21-point <laughs> lead. Um, and they made the national championship game last year and got beat. Yeah. Molly walked. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, but I'm with you. I do think they put Georgia in it because they're trying to get expanded to six or eight teams. And it should be. It should be an eight team. I think there's enough – I think the first, the top eight teams right now are close enough that you can make a case they had a shot at getting hot and winning a national championship. Yeah. Right? Um, but I just think with the four seeds, man, I just don't think it – you're always going to have controversy. Yeah, yeah. Which, it, which is what I felt like the playoffs were suppo- supposed to avoid. Yeah. Because the old selections were just stupid. Well, and that, yeah. but that's the thing is you had the playoffs because a lot of it was Boise State and West Virginia beating OU <laughs> or a one-loss Texas team beating Ohio State when mm-hmm. OU went and got beat by Florida. That When that year that Texas beat OU, but OU went to national championship and they all had one loss, Texas Tech had one, you know, and all that. And so that's that was part of it too. You know, hey, we need a playoff system because whatever – but the point being is, is, is every year they put a controversial team in that team's done well, mm-hmm. and so they haven't changed it. Yeah, and that that's what you have to because Bama won it last. Bama should have never made it last year. Yeah, yet they made it in, and they won it. Ohio State, you had a better case of TCU going in over Ohio State uh, a couple years ago, and then Ohio State goes and beats Bama and turns around and wins the national championship. Yeah. And so it's it's one of those things where every time the committee makes that controversial pick, they end up winning it, and it ends up kind of solidifying what the, the committee did. Yeah. Well, all I'm hoping for is that UCF just wears LSU out. Right. Just no, wears them out. I agree. If, they, if, if, if UCF wins But then big, everybody will just say, well, LSU wasn't all that great. 
No, what you want is you want UCF to beat LSU, and mm. you want you want OU to get just mollywhopped. <laughs> I believe you want that. Yeah, no, that's, I want that's it. what you want. I want it, but the other thing is, is they're obviously biased. All right, let's look at the top three. <laughs> top three are Bama, yeah, undefeated. Should they be in? No controversy there. Everyone knows an undefeated SEC team is going to go. Undefeated Clemson, mm-hmm. you put them in. Mm-hmm. No argument there. Undefeated Notre Dame, mm-hmm. you put them I mean, in. Yeah, you so that four spot is the only controversial spot, and you've got three teams, in my opinion, even though they'll put four because of Georgia. But who do you put Georgia. in there besides OU that wouldn't be controversial as well? That's the point, though. You've got three teams that would – all three of them would have been controversial. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But that's, I mean, but that doesn't. So what you, I see what you're saying, but I don't think that proves the point any more than OU, let's say, beating Alabama and then going and winning no, it all. Because if, it just shows that these guys on the fringe are just as good as these guys that only have one loss, and you need to get them in there and let them have a shot. It's justifying the committee. That's the point. It's if not OU, justifying if the OU committee. If OU wins it all, then the committee can see, see, we put the best team in. In my opinion, both scenarios we made the still right point choice. towards we need more teams in this. Because these teams on no, the fringe are just as good as these teams who agree, seem but like what a you want to do is you want Notre t- Dame ain't better than a lot of these teams. But what you want to do is you want the team that did get it, UCF, you want to be able to make the argument that they should have got in over the one team that got in over them with a loss. That's that's what I'm saying. You can't you can argue the three I think under- you just want to state that four isn't sufficient. And I think both ways I do that. I think both ways do that because Let's say you don't let Alabama in last <laughs> no, year. Man. Is this the Josh famous way of uh, disagreeing when he's agreeing with you? Something, technique? I believe, yeah. <laughs> no, but my, you're saying – He just wants I think Because I think everybody agrees that we need more teams. But, no, but I think, I'm I think saying even the at way six, we get to the it. sixth spot's still going to be controversial, and people yeah. still are going to be mad about it. But, yeah, no, it's always going to be like that. It's hard for it to be like controversial. At, at the ninth guy is usually a pretty obvious yeah. you don't belong. Right, right that's my point. You're uh-huh. seven, you can – five through seven right now. Uh-huh. All right, the first three out, you have a legitimate case for them going in. Or, or let's do the do six. If you went to six teams, you could put UCF and Ohio State in there. Mm-hmm. And then you'll give the top two teams a bye week, let the bottom two teams play, and then you, and then you go. Even that's better than the way it is now because now if, if Oklahoma gets beat and they get embarrassed, let's just say they get embarrassed, right? Mm-hmm. They go cold, they get embarrassed by Bama, and UCF goes in and waxes LSU, UCF can be like, we should have been that fourth spot. We've won every game we played since 2015, since the end of 2015. We've been undefeated since then. Why don't we get our shot? And we beat teams that were competing. One, the team that beat the national champion last year, we beat them, and then we're going to beat LSU this year, especially if they wax them the same way that uh, Bama did. Now you're like, okay, but no one's going to put UCF over OU in yeah. at all because yeah. there's no money in that versus – so now let's expand it to eight. So now we can put all five conference champions in, and then you get three at-large bids. Georgia would have got in, UCF would have got in, and you probably would have put Michigan in. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying with all that. I just disagree that the whole <clears throat> Bama beating OU is better for proving that we need more teams in there than – OU winning it all and running the table because let's say let's say Bama just totally obliterates OU and then those top three teams they all battle with each other let's say it's all close games really the committee's like you know honestly there's only about two or three dominant teams in college football every year 
So really, that fourth guy is always going to be a fringe. That that's not what you want to no, prove no, 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 either. No, no. What, what you, so what you want to prove is saying. that you need more spots, and needing more spots is just you constantly need to have enough controversy that you're like, look, that guy in that sixth spot, I feel like he could have made it to the but championship. But you have to. The two team, I think Ohio State's overrated. Yeah. Personally, which that's weird about freaking no, what's his name? Uh, Urban, Urban Meyer. Meyer, man. What's coming down the pipe hey, for Oklahoma hey, for Ohio State? Our old our old buddy that's a that's a big Michigan fan, but also a big Cleveland Browns fan. He uh, he has already stated that if the Browns hire Urban Meyer, that he will become a Steelers fan that uh, day. I hope it happens. Uh, yeah. Oh, I hope it happens. I don't know if we want him. But word on the his street bad, is his, his bad mojo over to yeah. the Steelers though. Hey, there's their word on What'd the street. Their word on the street is Lincoln Riley is in the top. Actually, Lincoln Riley's the top dude for Green Bay and Cleveland right now. Yeah. I hope he don't go, man. I like having him here in the but the Sooner State. Yeah, I kinda you know, I'd like anyway, but the point being is is I think you have to you have to prove the committee wrong. <laughs> yeah. And, and the way to prove the committee wrong is OU to get beat and UCF to to play very well and have a good showing. Okay. So you can make the argument that UCF should have been in that fourth spot. Okay, and I wholeheartedly disagree. See, so. <laughs> we can we can agree to disagree <laughs> agree there. Agree to but, disagree. Yeah. But I'm no. telling you, it hadn't changed because the committee's put controversial opinions in. They've made it, and the committee can go, yeah, we know what we're talking about, guys. Yeah, so I, you, need, you need a few years of the committee messing up and their picks being embarrassed in order for, you know, the thing like, okay, okay, let's, let's – I think they're Take just trying to, to figure eight. out the what they need to figure out to expand it Dude, without, this is screwing stupid, the, man. without screwing all the without screwing the bowls. <laughs> no man. There are fat beer league softball leagues out there that know how to put a tournament together. And you're yeah. telling me the billions of dollars it's, going it's, through the NCAA, they can't figure it out. It's not that they can't figure it out. They can't figure it out to where they can keep everybody happy, man. These people you, rely on these bowls. Well, I mean, do you think Take they have eight. to set it up just like the NFL? And get rid of all the conferences and I just think, have divisions. I think, I think setting up the playoffs is not the hard part. It's because of all the money, where all the money comes from, it's probably hard to figure out how to do that because all these stadiums out there that have bowls and all these people that contribute a lot of money to the NCAA, they want these bowl games, and you take those away no, you don't. when you start having playoffs. You have more bowl games. You end up getting more bowl games. Like each playoff game is a bowl game? Each playoff game is a bowl game, so you get – a legitimate eight teams in big time bowls. Yeah. Which means you have other teams going into these New Year Day bowls. Which you people send. quit paying attention to. Why don't, you just, make it, oh, why don't you just make it top ten? Yeah. Just one through ten. They go. Just make it a free for all, well, man. One through eight. <laughs> <laughs> Throw all the teams on the every, field at once, give every, them a knife and every conference wins. sends one team. Yeah. Well that and that's what you do. You do you do every conference sends it the conference champion. That's yeah. five the Power Five conferences, and then you get three at-large bids. If you did three at-large bids this year, UCF, uh, Georgia, and Ohio State would have all been in there, yeah. and you would have had room for another team. Yeah, we just need to get UCF in there because I'm with you. We need to see those guys, see how they match up. Yeah, <sighs> that's what I'm saying. So, Hey, man, I saw you got trolled by your mom last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see that? I saw that. <laughs> That was no. awesome. I, I love mom, her more and more. Well, here's the thing about my mom. My Be- mom better only um, say nice things. She's she's watching. She has lu- she has very is lucid dreams the right word? Okay. Yeah. And sometimes she has an issue separating what she dreams about uh-huh. versus reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So more than likely, what she said. Yeah. She dreamed it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, she thinks it's reality. Keep dreaming, mom. That's so, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Keep dreaming, mom. I'm just saying, man, you can only take her 50 well, 50. Yeah. I get I get my making up facts with confidence here's, here's so what, from what, her. Here's what, what I hope. What, what was the comment? Let's uh Let's well, toss that out there. Okay, uh, we'll have to look it up to see exactly what it was. But it, she had watched the episode where Josh goes in about how, um, you know, it wasn't Texas had nothing to do with the whole horns down or whatever. Yeah. And she said, no, actually, uh, she said, don't put all this on OU or something like that because uh, Tom Herman said that it hurt the players' feelings. Oh. So, right. so your mom exposed you. Is yeah. what no, 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 she no, exposed no. him for the liar <laughs> that he is. Alternate facts is what Josh right. has across first the table. Off, <laughs> and, and first then, off. And then he paints her as having lucid dreams and having trouble <laughs> yeah. separating reality. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, oh, what kind of a kid? You know what low, I hope, Josh? You know what I hope we're happens? Worried. Oh, Josh. Hey, we're worried about her. You know what I hope we're happens? We're worried about her collectively. Here's what I hope happens. <laughs> the, family, the family has concerns. We're... we're, we're, we're we're walking on a very delicate subject. But here's here. what I hope happens at Christmas. You're going to come home and be like, hey, Mom, where's that mac and cheese? She's like, I made some. Or maybe I dreamed it. <laughs> and then Josh has to sit uh, over there with sad face first and not off, eat mac and cheese. First off, we know like I said, it. it's a very, very delicate subject. <laughs> so full of crap. So delicate that he's bringing it up on a podcast. <laughs> with the family. So, yeah, they, they, we, we, we typically don't laugh about hey. her. Remember how uh, her her into her issues. Yeah. Second off, she's a rabid Sooner fan. <laughs> like, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know your mom was a Sooner yeah, fan. Yeah, she's a I, rabid Sooner. I fan. I saw her uh, profile picture. Rabid, rabid Sooner fan. Remix. Like, like the type of Sooner. She's the type of Sooner fan that's out of touch with reality. Okay. You know, she's one of those. This is harsh, man. That won't admit that they don't have a defense. Woman bought yeah. you jugs of milk, man. I like, know, and that's fed. and that's why it's a delicate <laughs> subject. I don't I don't like, but the truth has to be put out there in order for the viewership <laughs> to to understand. Uh, yeah, that, that Josh was not wrong and didn't get from. trolled by his mom. <laughs> Actually, his mom trolled him very well. She uh, she smoked him on that one, and uh, it was well appreciated by everyone. Well, here's the thing: and we man. all know that I the only documents. person living in an alternate reality is Bizarro World Josh. <laughs> Hey. This little ear flap Nick's Here's, hat. <laughs> where do you think I get it from, man? <laughs> it's, huh? it's hereditary. <laughs> it's hereditary. So, so uh, imagine me oh, this a few years down the road. That's where we're at with my mom. you claim to be the favorite, man. You think you're the angel child? There is no uh, way. You're not the favorite. That is, that is false. Fake news, man. Anyway. Well, Speaking of non-fake news, uh, the big thing in the news has been uh, the passing of uh, number forty-one. HW. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got any uh, anything y'all seen or stories y'all heard that that surprised you or maybe impressed you this week after uh, that funeral? I, I got. I think the biggest one to me is I had no clue that he had a daughter, much less one that died of leukemia when she was like what three. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't know that yeah. until they talked I about didn't, it. I didn't, I didn't realize that, but it was um, that cartoon that someone drew of you know him and Barbara and the little girl, you know, kind of meeting in heaven or whatever. Yeah, that's that a cute little cartoon. It's yeah, nice. yeah. But, I'll say this: I think from a, from the family, the, the 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 picture they tried to paint of him as a family man. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to believe. You yeah. know what I mean? I think 70, which, 73 years with a woman. Which, which would have been tough for him to do because, you know, he was committed 
No, to the United States government for a long time. Right, he but, was, and that's know. what I'm saying. 73 years with, with, with Barbara and then obviously the daughter issue. I, I, you know, I do think that. Um, now, the, now, the whole presidency and his civil servant stuff, mm-hmm. that, that's where I get the shaky ground. But yeah. that's the conspiracy part of me. You know what I mean? The skull and bones, well. which, you know, there's, there's he pretty well He did this well to John documented. McCain, too, man. He likes to... Uh, I think he's I think he's a step above John McCain <laughs> well, personally. You know, um I'd say some of the things that, you know, that were cool about him was uh Colbert told a story about um I guess he was going over to visit the troops or whatever. So Bush recorded a uh a video, you know, for them kind of as an uh-huh. introduction. And he said, uh, you know, he he did the whole deal about, you know, appreciating the troops and all that, but at the end, you know, to kind of introduce Colbert, he <laughs> said uh he goes, you know, we've been coming over there to to entertain the troops for years. Everything from the Rockettes to, you know, Marilyn Monroe and Rocco Welch. He goes, and all I'm saying is this Colbert guy better have a great set of legs. And just kind of zinged it with that when you know. Yeah. And, and, you know and, so he kind of had that sense of humor and, and that he was, was kind of dry. He was a combat veteran. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's the last legitimate combat veteran that yeah. uh, made the presidency. Yeah. Um. And so, so that's what I'm saying. He's a conundrum yeah. because I do think there's a lot of sincerity in his you life. You don't trust him because he was director of the CIA. And he killed Kennedy. I mean, it's just coming <laughs> oh, out of the gracious. There we he, go. He killed Kennedy. Oh. I think he, he tried to have Reagan assassinated. Oh, my goodness. Personally. But that, again, that's the conspiracy. I mean, he but, gave why, us, why, why, he why gave, though? He continued on a lot of Reagan's policies. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they he were, would dude, do that. It's called... Anyway, I'm not going down that. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't know that both he and Bob Dole served in World War II. Yeah, like yeah. in in my mind, like I don't go back that far anymore. I think everybody that's older that's a veteran is Vietnam now because yeah. all the World War II veterans are passing away. Like even like the ones that are church and stuff. Yeah, I didn't realize like how old he was. Well, I guess. and that's yeah. what I'm saying is is because he served from from 42 to 45. Yeah, because yeah. when when Kennedy was assassinated, the dude wasn't a spring chicken. You know what yeah. I mean? He was already fairly old. And when he was a president, he was old yeah, as he was, dirt, he too. Yeah, he was real old. So, uh, and like, like I said, he's a conundrum because I do think there's a lot of sincere parts of it. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there's some shady parts to the man's life as well. Yeah. That that you found on some conspiracy rabbit well, holes. Well, it's, so it's, it, it's in the Kennedy report that was released. Yeah, he it, said he was never in. He was not in Dallas at the time of Kennedy's assassination, and uh, he said he wasn't. He had moved on jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you go on and read the reports, and he was in Dallas, and he was the director of the CIA. Mm-hmm. Let so me why would this. you lie about that? But That's let, my let, question. Let me ask you this: Do you think anybody in the history of the United States has ever become president without doing something shady along the way? I guarantee you the answer is no. I guarantee you most millionaires and billionaires have not okay, made it yeah. to where they're well, at without there, doing There's a shady. difference between shady and assassinating a sitting president. Yeah, but I mean... That, that goes beyond okay, shady. Okay, but you're, you're we, stating, we that, you're stating, you're stating that. that like it's fact, yeah, we're and not, it is not. We haven't proven that. Yeah. Why, why lie about it, though? Because well, our like, good wait, friend, no, no, no. Wait, you have lying? to prove that something's true in order <laughs> yeah. for it to be a lie. This is a stupid theory. No, no, that no, no, you no, can't no, 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 no. But the, here's the thing: they did prove that he was uh. in Dallas the day he that Kennedy was assassinated, and he was the director of the CIA. That is a proven fact. Oh, you would. Uh, yeah, so what does he, that prove? He lied about it. Why do you lie that but you he's weren't the director there? Director of CIA, man, they lie for a living. There's yeah, no telling exactly. why he had okay. to lie about it. Doesn't mean because he could be. Yeah, he could be protecting. 
a number of people. Yeah, other the than people, himself. the people who assassinated Kennedy. People That's plural. Who was or was he may have one? been waterboarding hippies for all you know. Yeah, he just exactly. couldn't tell anyway. people. How do you know he wasn't there trying to stop it? Yeah, and they didn't want it to look like a massive Dude, failure. Argue on his it part. all you want, yeah. man. Oh, all look, I just you... gave you a way more solid theory <laughs> than what you just gave. You're telling me he didn't. Dude, they've already proven that. Maybe that he was just there testing out the Starbucks app, and it went down, and he didn't want to be embarrassed about Possibly. it. Possibly. And so he killed the president for yeah, it. Yeah, he was mad because his iced Americano was way too exactly. watered down. He's so he said, iced the, ice the so, president. It's yeah. so ridiculous, dude. <laughs> Pulled his side arm, and the magic bullet was actually his. Dude, now. so you think the bullet, you think the bullet you know, bounced around the way it did? Yeah, they proved it on Mythbusters. Oh, dude. You think the bullet that they found on the gurney was just, the perfect pristine bullet went through everybody and came out. Yes, perfectly pristine. One hundred percent. That's the only way it would be able to do all that. Bing, bing, bing. I don't. Right. I don't well, the coroner, the official coroner in the report, already said that uh, the bullet went straight through his neck. Yeah, I don't know, man. Emmys get stuff wrong all the time. We have we had an ME for the longest yeah, time like, in Oklahoma City. That if somebody died in custody and they were tased, he would put the taser down as the cause of death. Okay. Not not the copious amount of drugs flowing through their system, anyway, causing their heart to explode. The bottom line, and I'm just saying there are too many gaps in the Kennedy story, yeah. and I don't I don't I don't know why you would no. lie if you were there. There's not enough gaps between our conspiracy theory conversation, though. So <laughs> let's uh, okay. let's add another one while we have time. Uh. <laughs> anyway, conundrum. I think the guy was a was a skis at some places. Yeah, and he was a. Stand up, dude, and others. Yeah, I think may, all presidents are skeezes in may, some places. May he rest in peace. I think he was though, more skeezy. Yeah, I think he was a sleazier of the presidents. JFK was a hussy. Was he? Dude, he had a secret sex dungeon. Well, did he? Yes, absolutely. How do you know? Uh, Marilyn Monroe said so yeah. right before he had her killed. Mm. Go down that conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Yeah, let's go down that rabbit See, hole. See, it's called character assassination. The, the Kennedy, the Kennedy family is. Uh, I just made up the majority of that, by the way. Yeah. No, but the, no, he really thing. did. There really was the like Ken, a weird. The Kennedy basement family thing, has yeah. a swarm of conspiracies around them. Right, but here the thing, or was it Chappaquiddick? The where, thing uh, about it, the thing about the Kennedys is, is, is you have what they call <laughs> character assassination. Yeah. Right. Well, they realized American people didn't care about the. The, the character assassination of Kennedy or Robert Kennedy, and they were both assassinated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like I said, man, it's not provable stuff, but you can't disprove in some of the stuff. There's just too many coincidences. Yeah. I don't know, man. A lot of weird anyway. things have happened. A lot of it is what it is. Gone down. We can move but, on because, like I said, George W., just a conundrum to me. George H.W. Yeah. And I like W. Yeah. I think W. was a, was a cool cat thus yeah. far. Yeah. Well, um, Okay, so one of the things that has happened recently in the the world of being a dad, uh, this will be a hard turn, but we were discussing in the nursery uh, the other night at church um, some things that had gone on, you know, babies, you know, changing their diapers and having some issues. And uh, our good buddy Chris apparently changed a diaper on his daughter and... um, I guess when he wrapped the diaper up to throw it away, the turd actually rolled out and landed oh. on the changing table, and he didn't see it and just left it. So his wife comes home, and the first thing she <laughs> sees is that, and all she can do is say, um, honey, why is there a turd on the table? <laughs> uh, that's a lose. Man, that's a loss right there because. What's worse, dookie or throw? Dookie. Yeah, dude, really? Pretty yeah, no, because you get spit up on all the time, and it's not that yeah. bad. No, you just no, wipe no, away. No, no. I'm not talking about spit up. I'm talking about throw up. 
Yeah, like I'm talking the. I've never had a kid just like rocket. Your kid tried to vomit on me the yeah. first time no, I no, held no, no. her. Yeah, okay, I, she was the, like, "What's up, Clark? <laughs> here's what. Here's what. Here's my point. My point is, my doctor, my daughter, my youngest, my three year old had an accident. Just blew out her diaper. Yeah, right. Turds. Last night she yacked all over the floor. Uh huh. Right. So my wife's. What cleaning. are you feeding your kids, man? <laughs> my wife's cleaning her. Dude, she's a candy fiend. Oh yeah. You know, we went to go take pictures with Santa Claus, and there were a bunch of cookies and candy and popcorn. She ate it all and got chocolate sick. chips. So I'm pretty sure she just eyes got whatever. Anyway, but the bottom line is, is, is it has time to ferment in the stomach. It. I used to dry heave with both, with a good. <laughs> With a good hearty deuce, I would drive heave. <laughs> With that fermented, uh, that fermented throw up, I yeah. would dry heave. So last night, my wife's cleaning her up. I'm in the in the in the hallway cleaning up the yam, and I'm just yeah. And I'm you know and and, I'll, and I'm cleaning, and as I'm cleaning, I'll just get a little whiff of, it. and I'm just sitting there like just you know trying to keep it down, and, yeah. and eyes are watering, you know because oh. it's, you know so. Right now, I think throw up because, and the reason is, and the reason I think this, and this is weird, but I think throw up is is more rare that I've become accustomed to the dookie. Yeah, that the smell doesn't. I mean, I don't like it, but it still doesn't bother <laughs> me because because I've kind of accustomed myself to it. Yeah. Whereas in throw up, it's not an everyday thing, so you kind of catch that. I'm a sympathetic puker. Yeah, you're but, sympathetic. Yeah. 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 Like I don't like yeah. seeing it. I don't like smelling it, and that yeah. that'll that'll get my cookies well, the, up. The, this this will gross you out. Then, uh, you know when that I don't, is, she was just sick to her stomach. Not that stomach bug that's been going around. No, there was a stomach bug that was going around. Both yeah. my kids had it. Yeah, they both slept in the bed with Shayna. I went somewhere else so they could you know have space, and I'm the one that gets sick. Yeah, like a day later. But uh, dude. My stomach starts hurting when I go to bed. It was the night we, we'd actually yeah. done the podcast. And I was like, dudes, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. And like, you can look at the video and I'm in the corner just like, that's not you're blaming the, the Mexican. Yeah. Food. Yeah. You were blaming so, Tara No, I kid you not. I lay down and it's like that feeling where you have to lay flat on your stomach. So this contents of your stomach lays flat. Cause if you go yeah. side to side, it just makes you even more nauseous. Yeah. And, uh, it was like maybe 1230. It finally gave out and I ran to the bathroom, dude. i I've vomited a lot in my life, but I've never vomited this hard. Like, so hard that I thought my throat was going to blow out and my uh. eyes were going to pop out of my head. It hit the toilet with such force <laughs> that the vomit water splashed back oh. up into my mouth, face, eyes, nose. Oh, that is Dude, it oh. was the nastiest vomit. And, you know, normally <laughs> normally I'll go, like, two or three times and I'm done. Like, you know, like, yeah. take a break. Yeah. Dude, it was, like, 15 times to the point <laughs> where I was just dry heaving. Oh, no. It hurt so bad. And I went, uh, I think I went three or four more times that night. Oh. But it was so bad that Shayna, like, it woke her up from bed. And she's like, are you, are you okay? Are you going to make it? <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. Dude, it's so bad. Oh, I'm done. No, dude, it was it was the worst vomit dude, I've ever speaking had. Of, oh. but speaking of that. I hate ahead. changing diapers. I'd rather vomit any day. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather vomit and have the most violent of diarrhea? Yeah, let's okay. Let's put it like this: You can vomit three times in a twenty-four hour bug period, or just be straight butt pee. <laughs> everybody, knows I mean, that. every everybody's hour. had that experience. Every hour. Well, so you're either diarrheaing for twenty-four hours straight, or two good throw-up sessions, and you're done. Nah, I'd probably rather go to diarrhea. Yeah, yeah I, I can't. It's, easy, it's easier to manage. I can't stand anything coming up. For me, when I get sick and I'm and I'm puking. Like the light at the end of the tunnel is when I'm puking and nothing's coming out. 
Like I would rather dry heave all day because I cannot stand the stuff coming up my throat. Huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a texture thing. I don't. <laughs> like it, it just feels like nasty salsa. <laughs> Throw up, up and coconuts can't stand either <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, it's <laughs> not so much for anything other than just the texture. Yeah. It's the texture thing. It just feels like chunky salsa coming up, is. and I'm just like, yeah. ugh. That, uh, yeah. Well, mine was all Mexican food then. There I, you go. That was that was chunky. I salsa. do not wish oh. to go to Tarmahara's ever again. Not for a while. Yeah, it'll no. ruin it because I've I've got I, I remember my most violent puke session was when I got food poisoning from Arby's oh, yeah. Yeah. when I was 12 years old and haven't eaten there since. Yeah, my last one, man, right. it's probably been five years since I've puked, but the last time I puked was Taco Bell. Oh, man. And I have not eaten a single thing from Taco Bell in yeah. five years. That's, yeah. a, good, that's Dude, a good thing to happen, though. And I'll never go back. That's that all I'm saying. Violent vomit, like, tends to just wipe out whatever the last thing you ate. Yeah. No, not always, though. I had a buddy in college. He drank a bottle of Jim Beam and did the nastiest vomiting I've ever seen, and that dude, to this day, still drinks a lot of Jim <laughs> Beam. Yeah, but, does he eat, but does he eat what he puked? Oh, man. That's the question. I don't know. Did it he was yak disgusting. up a, a, some I came, Wendy's? It was, I was in college. I, I, I came in to the room, and dude is in there watching Tombstone at my place, you know, and just drinking whiskey watching tombstone and then next thing i know i go i leave i come back and he's he's finished a lot of this bottle and he's watched tombstone again and he's even made a little cup to be like doc holidays and he's trying to twirl it and so i go up to him and i'm like hey man uh are you okay you seem a little drunk he says why tough whatever do you mean (laughs) i have not yet begun to defile myself and next thing i know he's just he's doc holiday I leave again. By the way, Doc Holliday looks terrible in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's got tuberculosis. I know he does. They did a good job of making you like. Val Yeah, you do a good job. They did a job making you like sympathize with his illness. Like kind of creepy. The black lung. All pale and scary. Anyway. But yeah, so he, I go, I leave because I wasn't hanging out with him. So I leave. I come back and this dude has pretty much finished his bottle. And he is obliterated. Well, he leaves to like, I guess, you know, walk to his place. He ends up coming back later that night and passing out in my floor. So I like look down on the floor. I'm like, man, I hope that guy's going to be okay. And then I just wake up to the most pungent odor <laughs> you've ever smelled, man. Oh. Just the sour mash uh, of just him. That's nasty. Just, and there is what looks like wet dog food in a pile. I mean. What color was it? Like kind of a yellowish brown. Oh. And, and I that, mean, a huge, a huge oh, wow. puddle. So I, man, I grab him and I just throw him in the bathroom into the shower and I just turn the shower on him. And then I go out there and I just kind of like you would if a dog had just had a nasty throw up attack and just kind of scraped it all up and threw it out. And then he comes back in, in, you know, the living room area. And I'm just like, I got to keep my head, you know, on a swivel tonight because, you know, this guy gets alcohol poisoning. I got to do because that's a legit thing, yeah. people. Don't drink too much. Well, he he ends up like just kind of crashing out, and I finally go to sleep when it's like, all right, he's he's not on his back. He's laying on his side. He's yeah. all good. So I go to bed. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I can't wait for this to just you know be over. So I go to sleep. I wake up next morning. This dude's gone, and I'm thinking like, man, I'm about to go. He went back to his place, so I'm gonna go knock on his door. And I'm going to wake him up and I'm going to give him a hard time, you know, because I know he's going to be hung over all day after doing that to himself. As I'm getting up, this dude comes in the door, claps his hands like, how drunk was I last night? <laughs> like it's the best day of his life. 
I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. You ruined my night, and yeah. I didn't even do anything wrong. Well, <laughs> you know, like, what what's this all about? But, yeah. Hey, speaking of that, did y'all hear about that dude, that blood clot that dude pulled out of his throat this week? Ugh. Looked like a lung? Yeah. Did you see that? No, it was a piece of his lung. No, it was a blood clot, the shape of his lung. Yeah. But, yeah, like the the thing was like he literally coughed up a piece of his lung. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it it looks like it was filling up, uh, what are those, the bron- bronchioles? Bronchial yeah. tubes, whatever. Yeah. Dude, but the doctors are like, how did that thing not break coming out? Yeah. Dude, what do you, what do you, you're like, <laughs> and it comes out and you just, uh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it just keeps okay. coming. You like this is this is no lie. Um, you, you uh, remember uh, the other day on the podcast, you had a, you were like your nose kind of started bleeding a little bit. Uh-huh. It, it's because the air gets dry, allergies, yeah. and everything yeah, cocaine. else. Well, <laughs> when I, when I, and the cocaine that he's obviously doing all the time. Why he's calling his mom out on the podcast? <laughs> Somebody else is having lucid dreams. Yeah, yeah. So. When I was a kid, about fourth, fifth grade, I started having crazy nosebleeds every like winter or so, and they would never. It would just pour like a faucet, and it would never stop until like a a big clot had built up. Well, that clot pretty much filled up my sinuses as it was filling up. So it would start off. I'd just see this like little, like as I was blowing the you know kind of blood out, there'd be like this kind of thick you know kind of like that stuff. And you'd get it and kind of get it with a your paper towel or a Q-tip or something like that, and get it to where you could get a hold of it, and then you would have to pull it out. And you, dude, it was like a it's like a clown's handkerchief. How it just keeps coming feel it out, coming of, out of your throat. Yeah, was dude, it like and it in would, the back of your brain, and it would finally Goodness. come out, and it'd just be a big glob. Oh. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. But that's how we always described it. Is it was it was like the clown, you know, like one of those. Yeah. Pulling yeah. the deal out. Well, I know when people have that surgery done for like deviated septums, they get like some gnarly bugs yeah. for like weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, the I, mocos are real, man. Yeah, and I, like I would get them at school sometimes. You know, when you're at school, you don't want to be the little kid that gets nosebleeds, you know? So I'd start getting one. I'd be like, I didn't go to the bathroom. I'd go in the bathroom and I'd have to stay in there until that blood clot would form. I'd just sit there and hold it. <clears> and then once the blood clot formed, you formed, can't breathe for I'd the rest of the day. I'd just pull that nasty. I should have left them out places. I didn't think about that. We got a guy. Look like a chicken heart, man. We got we got we got a we got a person or persons at work that at the urinals, when you go to pee, they wipe some of the gnarliest bugs on the wall, just eye level, just sticking them there for people. Yeah, dude, you know they're just sitting there. Check out that champion. I call this one the Hulk. Dude, it's gross. I mean, some of them, man, I, I guarantee yeah. they're pulling from their stomach. You know who stomach. used to do that? Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. Oh, they're, <laughs> Nose they're, goblins. We got some engineers that are doing the same thing. Yeah, well, at least they're not like hardball hey. and eating them. Yeah. Oh, and I never uh, got that, man. Yeah. I mean, even like grown people doing it. I'm like, my three-year-old does it. Yeah. And you're like, no, don't do that. That's gross. Yeah, that's nasty. But eventually you get to the point where you know it's gross. And you, why do you do it? Why just flick it on a, especially on a, a football. A lot of grown people do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. On a football field, like mm-hmm. you can flick it. Yeah. Dude, or wipe it on the back of your kicker's jersey or something. You know what I mean? Why is it going to be the kicker, man? I, Always the kicker. He's the most important the, player on the team. I hate yeah. kickers, man. You, know, you look at the... Do you hate them when there's two seconds left and you no, get they, 40 you, yards No, you make it, you redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, those are the guys who do... The reason is is, is kickers do nothing in practice. Yeah, that's why you hate them because they're not running laps. Yeah, you're, you're sitting there hitting each other and all that, and you look over, not joking you. He, Texas Heat, we're hitting... We're hating life. We're running. I mean, it's just it's just a terrible, miserable time. You yeah. look over. He's got his head, his hat over his eyes, 
laying on his shoulder pads, taking a nap under the shade tree. Yeah, but and then again, you know, when you're like, hey, coach, why isn't that guy having to run? He just gets up, puts one through the upper he says, hey, coach, it went in again. Like, that's all yeah, they care no, about. No, and that's what I'm saying. In, it goes in. No one cares. Yeah. We had a kicker. He was All-American his sophomore year. And and it was great having him because, dude, as an offense, when you know, look, all I have to do is get to about – he was hitting, I think, 52-53 was what he was hitting. Yeah. And he was hitting him fairly consistently. Yeah. So, as an offense, when you're like, sweet – if we can get to the 35-yard line, we're going to get points out of this. Yeah. You know, more than likely. So anything inside of that's bonus, and obviously you score. But, and all that, which trust me, man, the year before, we had a kicker who, or, or two years before, we had a kicker who was shanking 10 yarders. I mean, yeah. dude, you get down to the one-foot line, and he was shanking them. I mean, oh, just, man. dude, I could kick him like this dude was kicking them. You have a bad shoot. And in fact, he actually, uh, this poor dude, I think he was, inebriated i think he was seeing four goalposts and he was just aiming at one <laughs> but there were times there was one where like he missed we would have won the game if he had if he had he missed like three field goals and, and ended up being the difference in the game and yeah his, his clothes ended up he ended up having being the last the coach had to come back with the bus by himself and pick him up by himself mm. and when he got to the field house all his clothes were in the shower <laughs> you know just with the shallow showers running obviously <laughs> Um, you know, and that, that's just how it is. But that same kicker who was known 52 yarders, we went to his head. And the next year, he was shanking 30 yarders. Mm. And the coach, you know, and you're over there watching him read. He's sitting on his helmet reading books and, mm -hmm. and you know, taking naps and all that. And he started missing the field goals. Yeah, I, We don't care what he's doing at practice as long as he's nailing 52 yarders consistently yeah. and he's being an All-American. Mm -hmm. The next year, went to his head. He's shanking 30 yarders. Coach put him on scout team. Oh. <laughs> and, 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 like, we're going to do bull in the ring. And that's all it was. It's like, okay, you're middle line. I mean, like I said, this guy's about your size, but he, it's like yeah. you're the middle linebacker. Yeah. You know? And, dude, and, and sure enough, man, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, you got the revenge, but that's why I hate kickers. Yeah. You know, I like, like I said, I like them with two seconds left games on the line, and, and they make them. Yeah, they're the greatest people out there. But I know what the kickers do in practice. What's up with the NFL, man? How many kickers are just, I don't know, just missing everything this year? And it's it's across the board. Tons of kickers who have been known for being consistent have been extremely inconsistent. Well, when did they move back the extra point? Two years ago? It was last year. It was last year? So I think that's part of it because that's a 35-yarder. That's yeah. not an automatic like a 20-yarder. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think part of it is – I mean, let's face it. The kicking game is 99% mental. Yeah. Like, for the NFL, mm -hmm. you know, guys who can boot the ball 60 yards are a dime a dozen. Yeah. The dude who can nail a 52-yarder with the game on the line, that's why they're making the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think what it is is they're missing a few extra points here and there because it's the 35 yards, not exactly a chip shot anymore, and they're getting the yips. Well, I have a theory. Serious. It's gambling. If you are trying to control gambling, sports gambling's legal Dude, now. Dude, really? You're going to go after the kicker because of you're going most after games. Kickers are most shanking games are kicks this year. Decided by the kicker. Decided by the you're, kicker. You're going on that. You won't concede to the fact that George H.W. could have assassinated Kennedy. Mine is but, way more believable. But we've got, we've got. Hey, I've seen the replacements. The, the kicker's easy to buy. The, the evidence is there, man. The <laughs> kicker is the is the, and he has the biggest impact nope. on the game. In a way to where it's hard to prove <laughs> they're losing, they're that he losing did anything their job. other than, well, I guess I got the yips. Nope. They're, they're losing their jobs these days. 
I mean, you got guys missing points, and they're just that. Here's the thing about the kickers: that position is the e- is is the easiest to replace. Yeah, you do. Their kickers on their cow. Dude, what's his name? The dude that used to play for the Cowboys, Chris Folk. Chris no, is it Nick Paul? Huh? Chris Boswell. No, Folk. No, Folk was the one. Nick Folk was the one who was incredible for the longest time. There's mm-hmm. someone sitting on his couch right now watching these kickers as Shank, waiting for someone to call. That's mm-hmm. my point. You have kickers that can kick. As long as you just go out and kick and keep that, you don't have to be in the greatest shape. They asked Troy Avery one time, who's the better tackler, you or Chris Boniel? He's like, Chris? <laughs> Dude, have you seen that compilation that's circulating on Facebook that's like the best uh, hits by kickers? Oh, yeah? Dude, there's some pretty good ones out well, there. Well, here's the other thing about kickers, too, and this is why I don't buy it. Dude, we're going over to Australia now and picking up those guys. Yeah. And those guys are ruthless. So now you have a punter or kicker who can now lay the wood. Yeah. On a on a on a, a return guy. What well, uh so I think there's more competition for kicker. Like it's it's a it's there's a thinner line of error. There's less margin of error for a kicker in the NFL, which is why I don't think they're blowing it because it costs them their job. Yeah. More more than anything. Who do you think has has had probably more beers in their tenure with the Raiders? Jake the Snake or Sebastian Janikowski? <laughs> Stable, Jake the Snake. Yeah, you mean talking about Kenny Stable? Kenny Stable. I'm sorry, I don't know why Kenny I'm calling the Jake Snake Stable. Kenny the Snake. Hey, yeah. speaking of that, you know Jake the Snake. Uh, that's where he got. Yeah, got his name. He was yeah. a big fan of Kenny. I got Stabler. that. I got that twisted in my head. Sorry about that. But yeah, Kenny the Snake. Stabler. Kenny Stable. Yeah. You're looking at two different eras of football. But which one do you think pounds more beer during their tenure with the Raider with the Raiders? It's, like just during that Kenny time frame. Kenny Stabler. You think so? Yeah, but that's so also Janikowski looks like he puts a lot away and no, like he might Janikowski likes the Mexican food. Yeah, you think that's, that's all it that, is? I think no, I think he probably has a little bit of a, a drinking problem. But yeah. dude, Kenny Stabler, I'm pretty sure drank his Gatorade bottles were filled with whiskey. <laughs> and he played with the booger sugar during <laughs> halftime. <laughs> I mean that's 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 when I mean that's the time uh, when guys had inhalers with yeah. cocaine in them. Yeah. You know, and all that. That's a different era. You ever seen North Dallas Forty? That movie? No. North Dallas Forty's got heard, Nick I Nolte. Think, I think I've, it, I've heard it hits about on it. a lot of that, just how wild they were. Yeah, they were. And that's just, that's the one where Kenny Stabler went out and party till four AM uh and then came into the next day to play the Super Bowl. Yeah. And all John Madden said was you better win this game. Yeah. That's all he said. <laughs> and they and they won, so yeah, it was yeah. all forgiven. But it's like him and the linemen were out till four in the morning. He yeah. had half the, the offense out till four in the morning, you know, partying and whatever. Have yeah. you have you guys seen what they're doing with the Vegas stadium? Uh it's gonna be pretty incredible. Oh yeah. It's supposed oh, to be imagine. better than Jerry World. Really? Oh, I imagine bigger dude. doors. Like it's supposed to have the biggest opening doors <clears throat> in the world. I think the Raiders are gonna be legit <laughs> next year for that reason. Because yeah. uh, they just picked up a hockey team. This was the first they expanded the NHL mm-hmm. and uh, the gold. What are they? The Golden Knights. Yeah, the Golden Knights. This is their first year in the NHL, and they end up going to the Stanley Cup and losing. Now, do you, like do you six, follow hockey at all? Not really. Nope. I just followed them a little bit. But they but they said the Vegas effect actually helped them. Yeah. Because what you have is you have a, a city that never sleeps, and these athletes get there and they're. Uh, they're tempted to go out and hang out and party and all that, and then they go to the casino, 
and they pump oxygen in the casino so you don't get tired and all that. Then next thing you know, these guys are staying out and they're Josh Gordon it all night, and then mm-hmm. you know, and they they're not able to play as well. Yeah, we went to we went to Vegas two years ago in November, and they had like just banners all over the place, like they're pumped about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think, think they're, the they're going to treat the Raiders <clears throat> the same way. And I think the Raiders are going to be. Uh, I think they're going to be good next year because I think they're going to win some games next year because uh, you're going to have some teams fall off because they have some undisciplined players. Yeah. And it's like the biggest tour- tourist attraction in the yeah. United States. So if you're, even if you're just like a fair weather fan, you're still going to travel there just to go to Vegas mm-hmm. and watch a game. Yeah. Well, and it's going to be one of those things too, where if you're in Vegas, you'll go catch a game, you know, it's yeah. going gonna, gonna to get to the point where it's like, you know, you catch shows or whatever. Yeah. If, if I'm here, let's go watch the game. Shoot, they're the same price. Like, we went to Cirque du Soleil. I think it was 150 bucks a ticket. Yeah. yeah so, how was that? Uh, dude, it's. Is it we worth went, 150 bucks? Yeah, no, no, no. It's cool. I mean, it, we went to uh, the water one where I mean, it's. You all, went to that over the Britney Spears show? <laughs> I didn't have a say in it, man. My wife planned it. I wouldn't have gone to the Britney Spears show. Oh, I show. would go there in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah? yeah absolutely. Garth yeah. Brooks Celine plays Dion there after that. Yeah. <laughs> Garth Brooks plays there, too. No, there was this one where the stage was underwater, and then it would come above the water, and oh. people were diving from like 100 feet into the water, and it's yeah, like, man, I mean, that stage is still under the water somewhere. Like, somebody's going to die. Impressive. Dude, it was, it, it's like frightening and cool to watch at the same yeah. time because they do crazy stuff. Like, there's people that stay under the water for like a minute before they come up and do their part. Then they have, I'm sure they have tunnels where they swim out, change clothes, come back and do all this stuff. But just the the logistics of something like that blows my mind. Like somebody had to design a stage that transforms into 10 different ways, underwater, above water, flames, people jumping around. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. How does it go off without a hitch every night? You know? Yeah. I I don't know. No, they couldn't couldn't even make a Spider-Man musical without killing somebody. So that's all I'm saying. It has hitches. They just. Work around them. Speaking of Spider-Man, we have three minutes left. Uh, do you guys see the new Avengers trailer? No, I haven't. No, seen I haven't. It Ooh, it's a tearjerker. Oh yeah. No, not really. Okay. But but it confirms, and this is still my prediction. So let's put it on the books now. They kill okay. Captain America. No, they don't kill Captain America. Marvel's afraid to kill off characters. I think. I don't think they're going to kill anybody off. I think what they're going to do is they've shown sets from New York, so they're going to go back in time. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to go back to the 1940s and hook up with Agent Carter. Because mm-hmm. in in the new trailer, he opens up a timepiece and she's in it. So Agent I think Carter she, kills him, doesn't she? I think she's coming back. Isn't Agent Carter the one who kills him? No, she's dead. No, Crossbones kills him in the Civil War. He gets he gets killed in Civil War, in the comic books. Oh. He no, gets, that, he that, gets that makes sense. That makes sense that yeah, they yeah. do use the time stone and and he gets to go back yeah. and, and live his life. So that way it's a happy ending and they can replace Captain America with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. you gotta kill him, man. I think they are gonna kill somebody off. But Stark, Tony Stark. It could be Stark because uh, they've kind of set up Spider-Man to replace him, which I think they might do, which is kind of weird. But a lot of people are talking about that. Uh, Bucky Barnes, uh, if they do it the way they do it in the comic books, becomes Captain America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why you have the to Hulk. Kill him. Yeah, the Hulk can't die, so they're not going to kill him off. He's a world killer. Yeah, uh, you could kill off Hawkeye, who they're bringing back, which would be super simple because they've already established he has a family, which is like rule number one. Like, if you get married, have a kid coming, or you have a family, you're going to die in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so he could go. Black Widow could go. They could kill off smaller characters just to give it the sacrificial lamb, you know, kind of like they did with Quicksilver and Ultron. Like they bring him in and kill him off mm-hmm. in one. Yep. Uh, Dude, I still haven't seen that Avengers. <clears throat> Age of Ultron. 
No, I've seen the new one? Ultra, the Infinity Stone one. Golly. You know what we need to do is we need to live stream us watching like all 20-something films <laughs> for two days in a row. Well, Creed 2's out. <laughs> and then, so I've been watching Rocky just to... Yeah. Until I get the time to go watch Creed. Yeah. But my my prediction is is they they may kill off smaller characters. I don't think they're going to kill off a main character. If they do, you know, good good on them. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's that's kind of a hard way to go out with yeah. you know ten years of establishing all these films and, and yeah. Characters. But you can kill. But like you say, you can kill Captain America. <laughs> state, you know, and a you're going to appease all the the diehard stick to the comic book guys. Well, the thing yeah, is, but they've already established. They've already established that the MCU doesn't care about. They they bring no, in pieces from the storylines, but they don't. Stick but my them. point yeah. is, if you kill him, you appease those people. You have Bucky to go in, and and take over as Captain America. So you're not getting rid of the character. Yeah. People yeah. like Bucky, and you're still sticking with the. the but comic you don't book. have to kill anybody off. So I, I mean, I wouldn't be a hundred percent surprised if they didn't kill anybody. Yeah, I think they're going to use the the time warping scenario yeah. to get rid of characters. And I think, well, at least yeah, at least Captain America. They but they've also back. said that Captain America is not done in the MCU. So yeah, his con- his contract is up for his yeah. films, but we'll we'll see. He said the way he tweeted it, he was like done. he was done, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I, but I, I think they I think they send him back in time. He finally gets to finish his connection with Agent Carter. And they, that's how they get rid of him. They like there's going to be some scenario where he can't like so only so many of them can make it back, and he sacrifices himself on the other end to send them back and yeah. ends up with her. The one thing I, I regret that they never did, and um, I think a fan maybe came up with it uh, for Ultron because they were like, you know, Ultron was too smart for him, you know, to fall into any kind of traps and or maybe it wasn't Ultron. I'm sorry. I think it was for uh, for Loki or one of the two. But either way, um, the only one that could physically beat them was the Hulk, but he wouldn't let the Hulk get close to him because he kept finding ways to get around. And they were talking about putting Banner in the Iron Man suit and then, you know, kind of sacrifice him. And then when he rips him apart, he realizes it's Banner and, like, turns to the Hulk and just, like, destroys him. So Yeah. Uh, that would have been cool. It would be cool to see him use that, you know, whole deal yep. of uh, I'm Banner just... posing as Iron Man <clears throat> just to sneak the Hulk into a fight, you yeah. know. I'm kind of uh... – Man, after seeing the second trailer for Captain Marvel, I'm kind of concerned. It seems really Green Lantern, Green Lantern to me. Like the special effects, I, the outer space stuff. It seems, is kind of like she it reminds walks, me of Green Lantern a lot. She walks in and punches that granny. Yeah, and then that <laughs> granny like drop kicks her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. she smashes like, her. Face that's cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, and I mean they haven't done a bad job on any movie so far, really. I mean there there are movies that are super weak in the MCU. Yeah, but they're not. The weakest movie in in the MCU is still better than anything in the DCU. Yeah, dude. There is not Heath a Ledger's Batman. That is not the DCU. Is it DC character? No, it doesn't play into Batman. The D- I thought it was DC. Nolan kind of okay, did his own there's, thing. Right? There's DC movies, and then there's like the DCU, like the extended universe, just for those films where everything plays into each other, kind of like the MCU. Dude, is Batman DC? You're not making an argument for yourself. Yes, he is All DC, right, but he's Heath not. Ledger's Batman is DC. He's it's not, not DCU. They're two different things. It's DCU. It's DC, oh and it gosh. counts. This is the dumbest argument I've ever no, heard. It does yeah. not. Throw it into Christian the portfolio. Bale, Christian Bale Christian is not going to show up in Aquaman to do a cameo. Christian Bale's Batman goes in the portfolio, and it's better than most of the Marvel movies. Yes, absolutely they are. But the DCU has not made a movie that's better than the worst I don't MCU know, movie. Suicide Squad. Shut there. up! You are a turd. You you hey, you're I, lucid dreams. I you're did, asleep right now. Yeah. None of this is real. I did, I did see that there was a cult following for uh, Punisher Warzone. So, dude, I yeah, watched it. Dude, I watched it on Netflix. It's so bad. Stuff. Oh, I love it. It is uh, unwatchable. No, did you did you see what I re- I tweeted? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's crap dude, it, There are people out yeah. there that like it. There, there are a hundred weird dudes who are into that movie that uh, no, it, have just think, made yeah. Josh feel completely I bad. They listen, a, they listen to heavy metal. I think we're in the hundred thousand. Hey, you got it. They have Punisher man. skull tattoos Punisher, and no girlfriends between any of them. Punisher Warzone has one of the best soundtracks out there. Yeah. No, it does not. What is it? Who's who's on the soundtrack? Slipknot. There you I mean, go. It's a huge metal. It's a huge metal soundtrack. Yeah, it's a metal movie. It's stupid. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like it. I watched, uh, what was it, uh, Terminator Salvation last night, too. Also a terrible movie. Yeah. I watched Jeremiah Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson's good. You got to wait through a 15-minute interlude in the middle of it. Yeah, but it's it's a good movie. Yeah. It's good. I'm telling you, the movie is the Disney-fied version of the actual story. If you want to know the real story, uh, read Crow Killer, the saga of Liver Eaton Johnston. And his name was John Johnston. Is Is it based on a real dude? It's based on the legend of a real mountain man that this guy went around and kind of talked to some surviving mountain men at the time. It was written a long time ago. Uh, he went and talked to some surviving mountain men who had known Johnson. He kind of asked him, he's like, you know, how much of this is legend and how much is truth? Is yeah. kind of what he was trying to get at. And it, he said it, it was kind of eerie talking to these guys because even they were afraid to even talk about this guy because he made everyone uneasy they called him liver eating johnson because he did have this mountain man did have a battle with the crow indians they would attack him one at a time it was a it was a like pride a thing, thing. yeah and they would attack him one at a time but whenever he would beat one of them and kill them he would cut out their liver and eat it and then your dad like get a little offended that He's like, yeah, I don't like this book. My dad was like, I like the movie. I don't know if I like the book, <laughs> Jeremiah Johnson. You know, I, I like yeah. the movie, Jeremiah Johnson. Dude, how do how do you like? So it's 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 that's that to me. That whole like, I'm just gonna go to the mountains mm-hmm. and post up somewhere. Yeah, it takes a it takes a certain kind of person. But I'm to be saying able to do that, that seems pretty cool. Yet, obviously, you couldn't do that today. Yeah, well, and, and not many people could do it anyways because, I mean, not just for the harshness of it all, but just for the, the solitude alone can drive you crazy, you know. Mm, I don't know. I like being by myself. You'd be you'd be surprised. After a little while, you kind of won't talk to somebody. So I ain't talk to myself, man. All right. <laughs> Best <laughs> wouldn't, conversations wouldn't, I have. Wouldn't be any crazier at the end of it all either. <laughs> That's the truth. All right. Apologize to your mom. Let's sign All right, up. man. It's uh. <laughs> Episode 55 is in the books. Mom, cut your melatonin doses down a little bit. <laughs> Shit 55. <laughs> Sugar to <laughs> uh, Roll the outro.